Hello and welcome into episode number 32 of the Rock For Him podcast. I am your host, Sanchez. Joining me today is my good friend, my brother in Christ, Mr. Scott Mullins. Brother, how's it going today? It's awesome. How are you guys doing? I'm doing fantastic. We are missing one today, though. Mr. Jeremy Brown decided it was more important to go on a date with his wife than hang out with us. I keep telling him priorities, but fine. So, yes, Jeremy's not here today, but we do have a special guest with us today. It is Mr. Kalen Gregory with Ignite the Fire. How is it going today, sir? I am doing awesome. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. Hey, I'm, a, I'm a little hurt that Jeremy can't be with us because, you know, he's going on a date. I mean, I thought this was a date. You right. know, I, I got my, right. my finest black shirt on and everything, you know. <laughs> I don't want to bust this up for just anyone. So <laughs> We'll let him know for sure. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> tell him you are disappointed and he's no I'm longer very... allowed to listen to you. No, I. but, you know, in all honesty, I get it. A, a date with the wife, I mean, you know, you can't pass that up, right? Absolutely. Got to keep us happy. <laughs> yep, especially if we're going to continue to do this. Got to keep the lives happy. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, kicking off the show a little bit, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and about the band? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, like you said, introduce me. My name is Kalen. Um, I'm the drummer and also lyricist for the band Ignite the Fire. Uh, we started in 2011. Um, it's kind of a funny story how we got together. So uh, our guitar player, Mark, he we actually went to high school together and he uh, he catches me down the hallway one day and he's like, hey, you're a drummer. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh, that's cool. I play guitar and then just walks off. I'm like, all right, <laughs> cool. Interesting interaction. All right. So, you know, uh, and the next day, you know, I'm walking through class and he walks up to me and he says, so uh I got a list of names for our band. I'm like, whoa, hold on a second. What band are we talking about here? You know? So fast forward 2022 and uh, yeah, been going on for, yeah, I guess, what, 10 years, uh, 11 years. Yeah. So it's been, uh, it's been a great ride so far. That is awesome. Yeah. Congratulations on that. Uh, we surely like the music we're, we're hearing from you. Um, so I, is it, you mentioned another, the, the guitarist and yourself, how many other guys are with you? Is there two more, I think, or maybe introduce them? Yeah. yeah so um, we have our other guitar player, Mike, and then our, our lead vocalist, uh, Jack, who's just, you know, he, he carries us. I mean, his voice, the soaring vocals. I mean, what we do instrumentally, I mean, I think you can find pretty much anywhere, but for, at least in my opinion, his voice is what just takes us to that next level. So. I got you. You know, I wouldn't necessarily work. say that you can get it anywhere because I was listening to you guys today and the thing that hit me about your music is how well the vocals and the instruments blend together. I mean, it's like completely in sync. It was it, it was amazing. Yeah, good oh, chemistry. Thank you. Thank you so much. I mean, you know, after doing it for 11 years, you'd think we'd uh, somewhere it clicked. So <laughs> <laughs> hoping it hoping it stays like that for, uh, you know, years to come. So. And speaking of that, has has the band been the same the entire time? And were the other two guys part of high school or how did you meet them? Yeah. So uh, interesting story about those guys. Um, so 
the it was Mark and I for at least a year or two, uh, probably yeah, about a year or two. And then we actually met Jeff. We put out a flyer for a vocalist, um, and then he showed up, gave an audition. We're like, eh, we'll keep him around for now, but you know, we'll we'll see. We'll see if we can do a little better, you know. Obviously, we didn't know what we were thinking, but um, so we we kept him around. And then it was funny story. He went to high school, completely different high school with our other guitar player. And so we were looking for guitar players. I mean, we we spent months looking. We were auditioning people. And then out of the blue, he's like, oh, I know someone. And, and it's like, wait, you knew someone this whole entire time and you're just now telling us about <laughs> it. So we were, we were like, oh, you know, we really need another guitar player. This is taking forever. And he's like, ah, I know someone only five months down the road. So if he were here, he would tell it differently, but I get to embellish a little bit, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> uh. So uh, one thing that we'd like to ask anyone that's on the show is, can you just tell us a little bit about your testimony, your salvation story? How did you come to know who Christ was? So going, uh, growing up, um, I went to Catholic schools. Um, now, I'm not Catholic myself, but it was Catholic private schools. And, um, you know, it was just, it was the right education, but having that understanding of religion and getting to experience that, you know, through the, the Catholic schools um, that carried all the way through college. Um, and it was, it was interesting because it was like, you know, I've been to Catholic schools and it's like, ah, you know what, you know, I don't think Catholicism for, is for me. Um, you know, I, it, it was one of those things where it's like, you know, I, I love the teachings. I love the message. And, and I really took that to heart myself because growing up, you know, I think we all have that moment of like, what do I want to do with my life? Right. And uh, I just realized that, you know, it was always this idea, this teaching of, you know, well, we need to, we need to serve. We need to figure out how can we serve our best. And it just kind of hit me that like, well, I like making people smile. I like impacting people emotionally, um, you know, and then that's what really drove me towards music. And I was able to, you know, bringing the band together um, and writing the songs that we do. And then having people from just all spectrums of life, you know, we're, we don't really consider ourselves a Christian rock band. Um, but through our music, we've impacted so many within, you know, that kind of Christian rock sphere. And, you know, we don't curse in our lyrics. I, as, a, as the lyricist, you know, again, growing up in Catholic schools, you know, I was like, oh, you know, I don't, I don't want to put language. I want it to be accessible to everyone, right? Um, and so, you know, it's just, we put out the song Echoes, and that was kind of it. You know, we, we, people just immediately grasped onto this song. And I'm like, you know, that's what I wanted to do. That's how I knew that I could serve is by impacting these people. And, and it's kind of followed me through life because my day job, I'm in video production. And uh, it's the people that I work for, um, we actually do videos for like Child Fund, Children International. So, you know, these these big tours with like Toby Mac and uh, you know, like the Newsboys and stuff like that, you know, videos that I helped create are being shown at those, you know, as part of um, the appeal, you know, are, are being shown at these concerts. And it's like, you know, I had my hand in that, you know, I'm helping by me putting together these emotional videos, I may be impacting someone in the audience who's going to say, you know what, I'm going to give, you know, so much a month to help children in need. And, you know, that to me, that's, that's how I know I'm serving. That's how I know that I'm making that impact, you know? So it just, it's a, uh, you know, it, it's not, it's not a prideful thing. 
you know, to me, it's, it's knowing that I'm making a difference and being humbled by that, you know, and I think just having that reach and that impact and just knowing that I can make someone feel some type of emotion or drive someone to do good and help somebody else in this world, you know, especially right now. And, you know, there, it just seems like we're so divided and it's like, it doesn't have to be that way. You know, it, we yeah. can, we can come together and we can really help each other. And, you know, by me, you know, doing my small little part, I feel like I'm just, you know, hopefully pushing that message onto somebody else to keep spreading that goodness. Hmm. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Sorry for the long ramble. <laughs> no, 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 it's no, all good. Fine. You're fine. Uh, so you touched a little bit. Uh, I think you started to tell us how you came up with the name of the band. Was it the one you said Mark had had a list? And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So he, he, you know, he hands us his list and I'm looking through and I'm like, yeah, these whatever. And so like ignite the fire was on there and it's, it's at the bottom. Right. And we're like, you know, ah, that's, that's like, eh, whatever. So we're going through and we're, we're Googling these different band names. And we're like, well, that one's taken or, you know, ah, we're not, we don't feel good about this one. No one had ignite the fire. And, you know, you would think, you know, first of all, within the religious community, I mean, that that's, is a name that's very, I guess, popular, very big. I mean, if you type in Ignite the Fire on Google, the first thing that's going to come up, which unfortunately isn't us, but it, it's a, uh, a religious organization. And it, it's just one of those things where it's like, no one's using this as a band name. We're like, ah, you know, should we? Yeah, let's do it. And for us, it was kind of that realization of like, well, what can Ignite the Fire mean? And again, kind of circling back to the meaning of the music, it's like reaching out. It's like it's igniting a fire within each one of us to, you know, through the music and to go out and be like, you know, well, this is how this song impacted me. This is how I can take this emotion and better myself and maybe do good for others. So that's kind of how the name came about. It wasn't our first choice, but hey, it's it's stuck for this long. So yeah, and it kind of to me, it kind of fit the mission that you just described a few minutes ago, you know, when you're writing. You're trying to ignite fire to get people uh, to get some emotion and, and come together rather than go apart. So I like right. that. And then uh, where are you guys from? Uh, so we're from uh, we're from a East small Coast. little town called Tawny Town, Maryland. Um, so we're about an hour from Baltimore. So technically, we identify as a Baltimore band. Uh, Baltimore is a very interesting music scene, so uh, they would probably say otherwise, but we consider ourselves like a Baltimore type band. Uh, but yeah, we're from Tawny Town, a uh, little town nobody knows of, but, you know, we're trying to make an impact here. <laughs> gotcha. And all you guys are from the same area? Yeah, yeah. From okay. the, uh, That's cool. From the same area. Yeah. yeah. So, so what not, would you not say? Having to worry about... Uh, sorry, go ahead and finish. No, no, no. Just, you know, not having to worry about like doing uh, Zoom practice meetings or anything. We actually meet at the house and are able to practice. And that's how it's been, right. you know, it's been the same way for years. That's awesome. What would uh, you say that your guys' influences are musically? Oh, wow. Um, I think the first ones that come to mind are definitely like Breaking Benjamin, um, Red, shine down halter bridge seven dust i mean a lot of these kind of like hard rock alternative metal type bands um yeah i would say i mean at, at least for me lyrically i would say definitely benjamin burnley of breaking benjamin um just you know when i was younger hearing his lyrics i'm just like oh you know just they're they're like kind of vague 
but you can definitely know that he's touching on something and it's it's touching on something I'm feeling. And so I wanted to kind of take that vagueness and apply it to our music as well. So well, it's funny you should yeah. say that because when I was listening to you guys, I the first thing that hit my brain was some breaking bedroom and, and uh shine down. Those two, depending on what song it was, it's like, man, these guys trying to figure out who you sounded like. And it was like <laughs> breaking Benjamin was the first thing that hit my head. I was like, all right, this is kind of cool. And then you know the next song. Kind of hit me, and I was like, "That that sounds like Shine Down." And those are two of my favorite bands, so you know. Awesome. Yeah. Well, what's funny yeah. is, uh, doesn't Breaking Ben do a cover of one of your songs, uh, "Blow Me Away"? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. That that became such a uh, you know, and actually, this upcoming small run that we're doing, we're going to be using the same line because to me growing up i mean i played video games i still play video games and, and halo 2 is just such a, a fun game and there's that that breaking benjamin song that that hits in that game and it was like oh my gosh i love this song you know we got to learn to cover this and it's so interesting because we introduce it and it's a song they still play live and people like are like what is this song you know they, they hear breaking benjamin they're gonna think diary of jane um you know or one of the newer ones and it's you know here's here we are doing blow me away so it just became a joke at that point we're like hey if you don't know this song then it's our song and we can take <laughs> <Rock it. laughs> oh that's awesome <laughs> so uh speaking of breaking benjamin have you ever seen him in concert and uh is there other artists that you would like to see either dead or alive you know yeah. who, who do you like i mean I think I've seen almost every band that I've ever looked up to. Um, I mean, when I first discovered hard rock music, I mean, I was, again, I was in high school, um, probably earlier than that. And yeah, I've seen Breaking Benjamin live. I've seen them live twice, actually. Um, I've seen, yeah, I've seen so many of bands I've looked up to. I mean, uh, Red is one of the most fun bands I've ever seen live. Uh, saw them at a venue we have around here called the Chameleon Club in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And just the energy that they brought. And this was definitely early on when we were kind of forming the band. I'm like, that's what I want to do. You know, that's the that's the type of hard hitting, you know, and um, the lead singer uh, whose name uh, Michael Mike. Barnes. Yeah, yeah. Um, he uh just the way that he just captures the crowd you know he brings that energy but then he's able to like calm them down and really have kind of like this one-on-one -on -one conversation so um in terms of any musician i would love to see either dead or alive i mean you know one band i've always wished i could have you know this is back early when i was first discovering music like classic rock i would love to see led zeppelin I would love Led Zeppelin to just come back and let's say, you know, hey, we're going to do the reunion. We're going to have John Bottom's son, Jason, on drums, you know, let's, and we're going to do the tour. And I would probably be one of those people shelling out, you know, a thousand dollars of money I don't have. <laughs> well, <laughs> so, we go in Madison there? Square Garden. <laughs> yeah, right. There we go. Hey, we'll go in together. And, uh, you know, Madison Square Garden. I won't break you know. the date. I won't break the date. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, right. Um, but I think that would definitely be one because, you know, growing up just, um, you know, discovering that music and John Bonham's on the drums. I mean, I'm a hard hitter. I, I and I got that from watching videos of John Bonham play. And, and if you really watch him, yeah, he's he's got the groove. He's got some intricacies to him. But when you watch him play, when you listen to Led Zeppelin, it's thunderous. 
And I'm like, that's what I want to do. I want to get away from not actually knowing how to play drums by just playing really heavy. And people will say, hey, that guy's good. When in actuality, I'm, I'm okay. So. <laughs> I don't know. I've seen, I got, had the privilege of seeing you guys in Saginaw and uh, very good show. And you did blow me away there. And it was incredible. <laughs> there was a girl there from Baltimore that you knew. And yeah, I think she had requested or something of that. But anyway, don't underestimate, yeah. you know, you, you guys are wonderful. If you haven't seen these guys and you're watching this, go to YouTube, check them out, go see them live. It's great band. Really appreciate Absolutely. it. So it, it's funny, you're talking about being a drummer and just how hard you hit. We know a couple of, of drummers that play for bands and you know, seeing them after the show and talking to them, just looking at their hands, just bruised and bloody and yep. fingers just looking like they just went 10 rounds with the champ. It's just, I, I give <laughs> you guys all the credit because I don't, I couldn't do it. I, I've got delicate little girly hands. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so do I. And that's why they would get like, they're just calluses at this point. I just, I had to keep bleeding through it. And I'm just like, one day they're just going to be so rough that I'm not going to have any feeling anymore. So that's yep. what it's like now. <laughs> that's what, that's what one of my friends was. I mean, he, he used to hit so hard that he literally peeled the skin off from one of his fingers and was just like, yep, that's going to hurt in the morning. Yeah. And, and I've definitely had those. I've had those at shows and, you know, people walk up and they're like, hey, man, great set. And they want to shake my hand. I'm like, this is just a bloody stump at this point. You do not want to be done. <laughs> I don't need to be he getting blood on me. He bled on me. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Look, I've got his blood. So uh, talking about shows, where was your favorite place to play or where would you love to go and play? Oh, wow. Oh, uh I mean, we, we got to do Blue Ridge, not this year, but past the last year. And that was a lot of fun. Um, and then we've done, before it was Incarceration Fest, we played Ink in the Clink, got to do the main stage at that one. And mm -hmm. to be able to play these festivals with some bands that you look up to, that you really admire, and then to have those interactions backstage, I mean, that's just incredible, you know? And I think we all have this idea of like, you know, oh, the, you know, the rock star mentality. And there are definitely musicians that have that, um, but it's really a humbling and just amazing experience when you can walk up to one of your favorite musicians and say, you know, hey, I'm just a huge fan. And they're like, oh, that's awesome. Let's spend 15 minutes and just talk about music. You know, that that's just a, such a cool experience. So I would definitely say those two festivals are, are up there um, in terms of like a festival I would love to play. I would love um, when I was younger, I went over to Donington, uh, England uh, to see Download Festival. Oh, wow. And um, that was just, you know, <laughs> mind blowing, you know, wow. ACC, Rage Against the Machine, you know, some of these huge bands. Um, and that would be just a dream come true to play that festival because the, the English people, they love rock and roll. That's, that is their bread and butter. You know, I, I feel like, you know, back in like, I guess like the eighties, it used to be like the, the Euro pop. And then you had like, uh, the hair metal in the States. And then at some point it was just a complete flip. And now it's like hard rocks kind of like, and eh, the States, but if you go over there, they're just, you know, they love it over there. So I would love to be able to experience that one day. Mm. Awesome. We've got some friends in the UK. So, uh, Chris, if you're watching, make it happen. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> we'll do a trip across the pond. 
That's right. I'll, I'll row if I have to. I'll get over there. <laughs> so it's a, you're being the songwriter, you said, most of the, if not all the lyrics. Um, what is your favorite song that you've written and why? I mean, I'm kind of my personal favorite so far. I mean, I, you got a lot of good stuff, but I, I like Lazarus. I don't know why. I just, every time I hear that, I love that song. And what awesome. uh, I'm curious because you've got, I mean, we play echoes and criticize and the new one, not alone. And I was talking yeah. about Lazarus. So, um, you know, it's like asking me to pick my favorite child, you know, it's kind of like, <laughs> it's like, Oh, well, you can have, maybe you got a couple stories, maybe just a couple stories, how stuff came to you. Is there stories behind the songs? I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, honestly, the, the newer stuff we're working on, I mean, I think that's going to be true with any band, you know, yeah. oh, you know, the, our favorite stuff is the stuff that's not even out yet. Um, and I would definitely say that's true with what we're working on now. Uh, our plan is to put out new music in the first of the year. Um, oh, okay. And we're, we're actually, we're in the studio doing vocals. Some of the guys are actually there right now and they're, they're working on, um, you know, some of the vocals and tracks for what we have coming up. And, you know, I think a lot of bands, you know, going through the pandemic, it, it all, it impacted us. I mean, it's, you can't, there's, I don't think there's anyone who can say that they went through the pandemic and didn't have like a, a personal experience of like just something, you know, the worst day of their life or something like that. Right. And I think that was kind of true with us. I mean, we were separated from each other and we were actually finishing up our last album. So, those songs, I mean, not alone, um, definitely touches on, you know, being kind of like that separation and finding each other again. Uh, but this new round of music is definitely just kind of reflective of the pandemic. And in a sense of on a more personal level, um, I think, you know, I know in, in the early days of the pandemic, I was thinking, you know, oh, this is going to be the thing that brings us all together right? This is going to be the thing that unites humanity <laughs> because we're going to have a singular purpose, right? Um, and obviously that kind of wasn't the case. And I think coming from that, there was a lot of emotions. And as a songwriter, I don't tend to always focus on how I feel. I tend to look at how others are feeling because my goal is to say, hey, I know what you're going through. I've seen what you're going through. And here's a song that touches on that. And maybe that can help you. Maybe that can be that first step of taking you out of that dark place. Um, so I would definitely say like my favorite, I, I definitely have a favorite coming out on this new album, uh, but the new album is definitely heavy. Uh, some of our heaviest stuff that we've ever done, um, but also like the, the lighter stuff is some of the lightest we've ever done too. So I'm really excited about that. I see. Any chance we get the title of that one? So when it comes out, we'd be like, oh, that's the one he was telling us about. Oh, you know, I, I will say, I will say yeah, <laughs> I will say this. Uh, there's a there's a theme that goes through it. And uh, I would definitely say that um, one of the themes that kind of goes through it is the theme of mercy. So um, take that as you will. Maybe that's the song title. Maybe that's an album title. Maybe maybe it's not any of them. So <laughs> what happened? Oh, I like that. Me too. Thank you. Yeah. So one of the fun things that we like to ask our guests is if anyone were to pull up at your door right now, pound on the door, say, 
throw some clothes in a bag, get in the car. You're going on tour with us. Who would you want it to be? Who is that I mean, dream for, artist? I mean, first of all, that's kidnapping, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm calling nine one one. You know, well, well I didn't you know say they're showing up with well, a gun. Go. They're just <laughs> look. I got a dog. My dog is the first one at that door. I feel bad for the person who's answering. No, um, uh, honestly, a, a dream of mine's been breaking Benjamin. I would if if the guys in Breaking Benjamin like came up to the door. I mean, it. I wouldn't even pack a bag. I would just say, "All right, <laughs> let's, let's, let's go." I the, the drum set sitting at home. I'll have someone ship it to me. I'm hopping in the vehicle. I'll, I'll worry about the logistics later. Um, you can buy underwear on the road. It's yeah, all good. Where's your yeah, band? Exactly. Where's your exactly. band? <laughs> I don't need those guys. Oh, I forgot <laughs> no. something. No, I'm nothing without those guys. Um, no, I would say, yeah, Breaking Benjamin. I mean, uh, just they're, they're, you know, we recently did a, um, uh, a battle of the bands for it was, I think it was, which festival was that? Louder Than Life. Um, it was through the DWP stream on Twitch. And it was so cool because um, Aaron Bruck, who's the, uh, the bass player, um, he was actually one of the judges. And, you know, I was like, oh, this is the closest I've ever been to Breaking Benjamin. And, and right now he's listening to our song and he's going to judge us. And I'm like, what if he hates it? What if he thinks it sucks? And oh. <laughs> uh, so luckily he liked it. Um, I will say that for the first half of it, he was in the bathroom. So that kind of was like, oh, no. But uh, yeah, so I, I would. Yeah. Breaking Benjamin. I mean, that that would be a dream come true. I would probably retire from music at that point. <laughs> So what you're saying is they're never allowed to knock on your door because we don't no, need no you one, retired. That's we're right. Retired. No, no, no. Don't yeah. go that far. Don't go that far. No one needs to pull me away from this. I'm, I, I got too much work left to do. So we awesome. as a band have too much work. So you mentioned that there's new stuff coming out, hopefully by the first of the year. Uh, yes. I know just by your Facebook that there's still a tour you're currently in. What do you right. got planned? Maybe... Tell us where you're going to be in the next few weeks and then what do you got for the rest of the year and what's the plans maybe for early next year? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, <clears throat> this past year was kind of our first like foray into actual touring um, long-term, you know, like a couple weeks and stuff like that. So, I mean, that was definitely an experience for us. So I, in moving forward, I would say next year doing more of that. Um, we're working with some great people right now to help facilitate that and make that a reality. But I mean, for the remainder of this year, and like you said, we're going to be uh, this actually this week, we're going down to Florida, Mississippi, um, and then Kentucky. And then we're doing a few shows back home in Maryland. Um, and then we got a few up in Pennsylvania with uh, a good friends of ours um, in City of the Week. Um, and then, you know, honestly, like it's that kind of tough in between where it's like, you know, we want to keep doing shows because we love interacting, but we we really need to put out the new music. <laughs> right. So I would say our focus right now is, you know, especially after those shows, I think a few things might pop up here and there. Um, but focusing on the new music and then really setting up touring coming next year. So I think, yeah, in terms of what to expect from us, yeah, I would say next year is probably going to be a busy year for us. Awesome. Sounds well, good. if you ever make it up here to Michigan, hit us up. We'd love to get together with you guys and hang out. And... Absolutely. Yeah, we, we love Michigan. I mean, uh, uh, Saginaw was the first time uh, we played in Michigan. I think, yeah, I think that was the first time. 
um, and the crowd. I mean, it was just awesome. It was a great experience. I mean, sometimes depending upon where you're going, it can be hit and miss, but I mean, that's one of the, uh, the, the fun parts of playing live music is one interacting with people that you've never met before. Right. And, uh, you know, always seeing how they're going to react to the type of music they're hearing that day. So, um, Michigan loved us. So I'd be more we than did. happy. to. Come back. <laughs> we did for sure. So, before we start wrapping up here, if you if you had to tell our Rock for Him fans one thing, what what would be one thing you would want to let them know about what you do, what you what you want to do? Um, I mean, wow. you kind of uh, shed a little light on that earlier, but if you could tell them one thing, what would that be? Um, keep listening to music. Keep listening to music on Rock for Him. Keep listening to music wherever you can access music. And <laughs> exactly, gotta get that plug in there. Um, and you know, I think don't lose sight of what's important in your life. And music can have such a huge role in that. I think you know, oftentimes we have a tendency to just throw music on in the background. But if you take a second, really listen to what the lyrics are saying, or even if it's you know the melody or or just instruments take a second to really appreciate that because you might find a certain beauty to it that can have such a powerful impact on your life can change your mood completely can make you want to do something positive in this world and you know music is such a positive force it's what brings us together it's what unites us and i think we need that now more than ever not saying our music has to be the way you do that, but hey, if you want to listen to us, that's not going to hurt either. <laughs> I would recommend it. I would recommend it for sure. Absolutely. Well, as my brother Scott said, we're getting close to the end of the show. And what we always like to do is pray for you guys. Is there anything that we specifically could pray for for you? I mean, if, for the band, um, safety. I mean, I think the biggest thing is, you know, I'm, I'm a person who prays every night and when it comes to touring um, I'm always praying for safety and, and understanding that, you know, it's not a protective shield, but if knowing that, you know, th there's the power behind just the comfort of knowing that maybe we're being looked after someone's caring for us um, because when we go out on that road, anything can happen. You know, we've seen it with many bands, tour buses break down, accidents happen. So, yeah, um, safety is the biggest thing. We really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. We'll pray for that. And, you know, we'll pray for uh, you guys and the work you're doing on this new CD and just that things go smoothly for you and that people just love it as much as we know that they're going to. So uh, with that being said, Scott, you want to go ahead and uh, close us out with prayer? Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's pray. Awesome. Father in heaven, thank you for uh, Kaylin and his uh, time that he spent with us tonight and the opportunity to come on and cheer uh, the band Ignite the Fire. We just uh, hold them up to you tonight, Lord, and continue to keep them safe. Uh, a lot of tours and things coming up. Just uh, put a, a hand of protection around them and uh, let their audience be receptive to the the lyrics and things that they're trying to portray. We definitely know we need unity uh, nowadays uh, in the world we live in. Uh, please uh, bring that to us. Help us to have a revival. Help us to promote the light of Jesus Christ. Uh, thank you for the Rock for Him ministry. 
and also the band Ignite the Fire. We love you. We thank you for sending Jesus to die for our sins on the cross. We hope everything we've done tonight has been honoring and glorifying to you. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 All right. Before we let you go, where can people find your music? Uh, you can find our music on the Rock for Him podcast. Um, Absolutely and, right. Yeah. So, no, I really appreciate, appreciate you guys for spinning the music, promoting the music. Um, you can find us on Facebook, IgniteTheFireMusic.com, Instagram, IgniteTheFireMusic, um, Twitter. We're on Spotify, Apple Music. Basically, anywhere you can find music, that's where you'll find us. Right. Do you have a website? Yes, we do. Uh, IgniteTheFireMusic.com. That's a perfect place for finding where we're going to be touring next um, and any news and upcoming uh, releases. So Merchandise. Oh, yes. And the merchandise. <laughs> the merchandise is a big one. And um, you got a... Uh... Is there any pre-order for the new one yet, or is that coming? That's coming. That's coming. Uh, Stay tuned. Yes, stay tuned. There will be a whole launch campaign with that. So okay, uh, you'll definitely start seeing something. I would say people will start seeing something by the end of the year, um, if not early next year. Awesome. Well, I just want to thank you again for joining us, Kalen. This has been awesome. We enjoyed this show tonight. Scott, my brother, as always, it's been a pleasure. My pleasure, gentlemen. I want to remind you that if you're going to rock, rock for him. All right, for the viewers and listeners, have a good night. If you like what you saw today, hit the subscribe and like button down below, and don't forget to share to all your friends. Also, leave us a comment down below. If you're going to rock, rock for him.